Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now on the line, I'm joined by Carl Stephen at the Money Aid, Carl. Good morning. How are we today? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Got up a bit early, so I'm a little bit in half a day. <laughs> yes, I slept in this morning, so I'm also in half a day as well. Um, Carl, it feels weird to say we're going to talk about your debut solo record, um, which is called All of Human Emotion on Microfiche. Um, now, because by no stretch is this the first release under your own name, but it, it's the first that wasn't part of someone else's project, that wasn't commissioned. Uh, so I'm, I'm guessing with this is kind of a newfound freedom and uh, a time um, for you to truly, a true reflection on your own personal musical expression. I guess so. I mean, I see all of the work I do as, you know, I I see it as part of my musical expression in some way, you know, and I'm lucky with my work screen composing to get to, like, make music every day that I feel connected to. But, but, but this stuff, definitely, you're right, is sort of special, this little album, because it's the stuff that I do when no one else is involved, you know, and I'm just mucking around uh, and sort of, um, yeah, collapsing into my own uh, brain a bit um, for no particular reason either. Like, I, I didn't wasn't expecting really to release any of this stuff, um, yeah, as I made it. Yeah, I mean, was it a, a collection of songs that was specific for this record or, you know, had they been living somewhere um, for, for a while, just biding their time? They've been living um, on hard drives, as which is where songs so often live these days. Um, but but yeah, some of them for quite a while, um, like a couple of years, um, because it's, they're literally um, it's me sort of decompressing and doing it because I need to, um, and so taking a day just to myself to yeah make stuff and 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 um, often I feel like the results feel quite random, you know, like so I, I'm. I just buzz out and make these things, and then I'm, at the end of it, I'm like, "What is this? You yeah. know, and do I like it? And where would it fit? And uh, I don't know." But then it just stays on the hard drive, and then you know, a few months go by, and then I make some other thing. And, and um, I guess I, I was doing a show last year uh, called "Unfencing the Commons" uh, in Tamaki, and um, yeah. Uh, with that in mind, I sort of finished up one of the tracks and, and put it out and learnt to play it so I could perform it at the show. Uh, and then Sun Return uh, Records sort of said, hey, this is this is cool. Um, you know, let us know if you've got any more. And, and that kind of made me, yeah, have a listen through to all this old stuff and, and play it to um, Zach at Sun Return and, yeah, just have a, have a think about what's in the stuff and and could I finish up some of these tracks and would they hang together as a release and yeah, Zach felt they would and I started to believe that they would and now it's in the world. So thank you Zach. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, Microfiche uh, for the younger listeners, um, you know, it was kind of like the hard drive of the day, the Wikipedia maybe. Um, is the title kind of a reflection of the fact that this record is a history of your humanity? You know, what are you kind of talking about on the record? I guess it's definitely uh, a reflection of my 
emotions. <laughs> um, so, in, yeah, in that sense, it is a, you know, um, the title's a metaphor of, you know, taking the rainbow of pain or whatever you want to call it and sort of, you know, um, turning it into a, a data stream, uh, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a collection of files for people to translate into air pressure to listen to um, and, you know, um, microfiche is an easiest kind of metaphor to get a handle on mm-hmm. um, for that stuff. And, and I guess I grew up uh, with my mother working as a librarian oh, um, in university libraries, actually. And, um, yeah, so all of those those spaces and the kind of the furniture of those spaces um it has a sort of a, a vibe to me. I haven't used the microfiche for years. I wonder if they even still have them at the libraries. They must be somewhere. That they are around. It's really fun. Um, and yeah, I saw um, at a second-hand shop some microfiche readers actually, and I like had an incredibly uh, dramatic internal struggle about whether I should buy them. <laughs> like, you know, I love microfiche. Oh my god. Okay. And then will I like collect microfiche, you know, from um, trade me and stuff? Uh, and I just, I had to yeah, wrestle myself off that road. But part, half of me still regrets that it. it's like, I wish I had microfiche readers today. <laughs> um, you work with Headlock on on a track, Utterance and Inscription, that um, King Caps and your old bandmate Shafu. Uh, you took a line from a Shafu track and got, oh, sorry, a King Caps track and got him to uh, say it again in, in your song, uh, Lifestyle of of Lifestyles of the Speech from the excellent Screams of the Old Plantation. Um, I. I did uh, a spotlight on the album that their track came off yesterday, actually. So that was oh great, good timing. What a record, I must say. Oh, isn't it great? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that era. Um, there was some fantastic, um, yeah, stuff coming out. Amazing uh, conscious hip hop. Some really amazing conscious hip hop of the time, right? Yeah, yeah, and one um, group that sort of is forgotten because they didn't record much as Rough Opinion um, who um, Supergroove used to tour with and they were just like so great just like all this fully uh, and, and, and I guess um, a little bit um, related to Kinkapisi because um, they were very um, political Samoan perspective you know mm-hmm. um, and yeah um, but that's uh, the feel style uh, came from that group but yeah, well, it was an interesting era. Indeed, indeed. Um, but yeah, and, and Shay was um, doing some turntabling work on that track. How was it working with Shay uh, with something that's completely different from your previous musical endeavours? Oh, it was really fun, uh, you know, because these days I only get to really see Shay and work with him when, you know, we do the once in a blue moon sort of super groove shows. Um and we haven't done that for like five years now um and so it was really fun to just get to do something fully new and different and random uh and he's such an amazing turntablist you know um yeah it's incredible to hear him and and his influence was really positive and that when i first sent it to him it didn't have any beat at all um and he got back to me and said look i can't you know i can't find the the downbeat can you make something you know clear for me to scratch to uh and so i made a beat uh, just as a guide you know um and then 
yeah, I liked the beat so much and it sounded so good with the scratching that I thought, oh, I'll actually include the beat in the song. So, um, as usual, his musical influences, yeah, really was a positive thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The beats on the tracks kind of flesh out some kind of um, genres within the tracks. I mean, there is elements of hip-hop on a couple of songs. Um, there's kind of like a French new wave on one of the tracks as well, and uh, also what I'm calling 8-bit Sega Master System beats uh, <laughs> on one side. There's elements of, um, you know, are these elements of the familiar for you, parts of your history as well? I guess so, you know, because I'm just doing this stuff for my own uh, enjoyment and so on, there's, it, it is quite eclectic when you start looking at the details. It's like, oh, that that beat, yeah, does have a sort of a hip-hop flavour, but that the, those synths have a kind of a, you know, Steve Reich and minimalist influence mm. and, and then the vocals you know the vocoder might have a craft work influence or a Laurie Anderson influence or whatever like uh, I guess I'm not thinking about other people's music when I'm making it no. I'm just making it but and following my vibes but um, you know inevitably you know my vibes are informed by you know all many years of um, yeah being soaked in other people's artworks and sounds and stuff and so yeah I'm, I'm you know continuing their project in, in some way is how I think of it I think of art like science you know what I mean it's like we build on the um, innovations and uh, inventions and discoveries of, of those who came before us I've you know, uh, and Indeed. that's, I think, a positive thing. Oh, totally, totally, totally. Um, what what musical gear are you using on, on, on the record? Are you using all old analogue stuff? Uh, not always old. I mean, the, the, there is an, an old 808 drum machine, um, which I was lucky to sort of run into um, many years ago. Uh, in, it must have been 94 or something. Um, and so that's been a companion the whole time, and I use that an awful lot on the on the re- recording. Um, and then uh, there's a Oberheim uh, OB6, so one of the sort of ones that came out a few years ago. The collaboration between Tom Oberheim and um, Dave Smith, uh, who designed the Prophet. Um, so yeah, that's a pretty special synth in my view, and and yeah, it really you can really hear it. I mean, as soon as you play a chord on that thing, this track is finished you know what i mean you're lucky if you've got room to put some vocals in because it just takes up so much space so um yeah that's the main stuff there's a, there's a little bit of modular some crazy uh yeah bits of um in fact some of the drum sounds are just literally um control voltage so they're just like little blasts of electricity uh running through um a filter uh so so yeah because of it's experimental and it's me mucking around. I, yeah, I get to you know play with my favourite bits and bobs. That's fun. That sounds fun. It is. Yeah, good, good. I'm glad you enjoyed making it. We enjoy listening to it. Um, so it's out now on Sun Return. Um, is it just digi at this point? It's just digital. Yep, that's right. So it is literally binary seeking human face. Nice, nice. Um, the album, uh, of course, is all of human emotion on microfiche. Um, Carl, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. It's fun to uh, virtually visit 
uh, Dunedin. It's been too long. <laughs> it has been too long. It has been too long. Is it, I mean, could you tour this record? Um, well, we are thinking about some sort of live shows, but it'll be they'll be sort of like one-off things with you know a, a lot of collaborators and things. They'll be a, they'll take a bit of organising. Yeah. It won't be um, uh, sort of a all. Um, every town and village type tour. Um, yeah, it would be more of a huge drama uh, <laughs> and tons of gear type number. So um, it might take us a while, but um, yeah, it'd be really, really fun to, to play down there. I did a lot of songwriting in Portobello uh, many years ago. So um, yeah, it'd be cool to like complete the circle. Indeed, indeed. We'd love that. Uh, well, thank you so much once again. I'm going to play my favourite track off, off the album now, Tamaki 5000. Um, I really enjoy this one. I enjoy the whole album. So as we said before, it's out on Sun Return. You can get it on digital format. Uh, you can find it just online. Look up Carl Stephen and all of human emotion in microfiche. Uh, CarlStephen.com. Uh, thank you so much once again for joining us. An absolute pleasure uh, and have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. Cheers. Here we go, Carl Steven, Tamaki, 5,000 on the one. to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.